Welcome to the ADLR Podcast, episode 58. Joined by Brian De La Rosa, mm-hmm. sipping on his milk, I think. It's more than young, though. Oh, nice. It's a lot wider than I used than I know. It's a, I mean, I have a bright light on it, and it's, it's a little healthier version. Okay. So not the OG one. Uh, Kelsey. Joining us. And then Randall in the background checking out his timeline. How you doing? Pretty good. You doing pretty good? You got you, you got your script there? <laughs> Reading off the script. Uh first time on Mixer this podcast. Well, now we're in a new home. We left Twitch behind because why not? You know? Um Yeah. Let me get through this housekeeping. Uh, we can support the show at patreon.com slash ADLR plays. What happened, Roy? You reacted. Hmm. Or uh, if you want, you can donate to Extra Life at extralife.adlrplays.com. All the proceeds go to the Arnold Palmer Hospital for Children. And you, as always, you can go to topics.adlrplays.com if you want to request a topic for us to talk about in future episodes. Not this episode. <laughs> And yeah, I guess we swapped over. I swapped over, I guess, like this week. Was it this week? This Monday? Yesterday, yeah. Last week. Was it last week? Mm-hmm. You remember you playing Overwatch? Overwatch. You're right. Yeah, I started off last week after last week's podcast. Switched over. Um, I'd be lying if I didn't say uh, Ninja moving over didn't push me to do it. So I'm like, you know what? He's making smart moves here. Mixer's. He's gonna add, but he's gonna bring in bring in a lot more people. So, oh yeah. Let's at this point I think it was join in. Doctor disrespect that said uh, that yeah he moved a lot of people over there, but if Mixer doesn't invest in more big streamers, it's just gonna dwindle back down since it's only one out of many from on Twitch. <clears throat> uh, I don't ah that that can go either way. We that doesn't really necessarily make sense because if more people they might they just might gravitate to somebody else who they think is awesome and they get pushed up and especially for people who it? are not streaming in in ninja's uh schedule like when he comes on mm-hmm. i'm sure he's gonna like take all the viewers again but when he gets offline those people are unless they're gonna just well f mixer and get off they can they're like oh who else can i watch or if he hosts someone he has a lot of power to like I, I bring someone else <laughs> did you see who uh or what twitch did with his twitch channel no, what did they do? They, tur- <laughs> they turned it into like a, to like a channel that highlights other Fortnite players. Basically, the the Fortnite the hype channels on Mixer. They turned his into one for Fortnite. But it's not automated. Is, is it like some? Is it automated like Hype Zone? I I think so. But they mm-hmm. still have his old like archived streams and clips and stuff like that on there. Well, yeah, they, I, I'm assuming he was partnered with them, so they own it. That's the content they own. Uh, but yeah, now we're here on Mixer. Hopefully you guys can set up a Mixer account, get on here, give us a follow. I guess not us. For now, it's just me. But I think Brian is moving over someday this year. As soon as someone gives me $68 on my Twitch account so I can get the payout so I can leave. <clears throat> and yeah. Um... Yeah, I'll probably end up moving that direction uh, soon. Like, I just haven't, I really haven't had any time, and I really haven't had anything that I've wanted to stream. So, uh-huh. not really sure. Why don't you stream Fire uh, 3M? Uh, 
the hell is it called? Three houses. Three houses. Three emblems. Fire you emblem. Have a capture card, right? I don't have a capture card now. Man, you can walk to Best Buy, get yourself an Elgato HD60S. Not an ad, but I'd hey if you want to sponsor me in the future, Mixer. Hey, <laughs> oh, not Mixer, Elgato. Um, yeah, go. It's you can go grab one. I mean, granted, it's not cheap. It's like a hundred and something, but if you want to stream stuff from the Switch, it's I highly recommend it. it works flawlessly. Okay, not flaw. It works. It, it's a plug and play. It works. OBS already supports it. It's great. I use it for my for my consoles. Now that we have that ad that I'm not getting paid for, um, yeah. Well, last week, what did I do? Play some Overwatch. Brian got that final skin for Reinhardt. I think it was just three weeks of skins, right? They don't have one for this week. I don't know if that's a permanent thing or not. <clears throat> I know they said three I of them. Load it up right now and check. I guess go give it a shot. But I'm, if I'm not mistaken, it was um, just three weeks of skins. I missed the first week. We got the May one. Was it May? Yeah, I think it was May. No, it wasn't May. It wasn't May. So we have we got one for May and then Reinhardt. And then Reinhardt, yeah. I think the one before that was a Baptiste one. Oh, great! I, I definitely missed it because I don't have any skins for him. I don't either. But yeah, we don't have anything to add. But we played. We talked about Overwatch the last episode. It's it feels great now that it took a it, I took a break from it. Um, I don't know where I'm gonna stream it again because Battlefield still updating challenges every week and. The game's fire and it has its hooks on me. Um, what else has his its hooks on me? Is I've been playing during lunch is um, my Switch, playing uh, what is it, the Adventure Mode Spirit, but on the New Game Plus. Mm-hmm. I'm trying oh, to finish World it. Of Light. Yeah, World of Light. That's what it is. Because there's still like one or like three challenges left on under that page, and I think it's just start a New Game Plus, which I did. Um, get all the. The, the skills to unlock like you know you can use the I, I got that today and the last two is beat the last beat the last uh, b- uh battle without K- without dying and beat the last thing without dying as Ganondorf so I guess in the final battle I'm just gonna pick Ganondorf see if I can get both of those I almost did it I tried it on my own I almost did it a little bit of health left I had a bunch of damage to Ganon and I couldn't recover because his recovery is trash so I died gotcha I think the most the most uh the quickest I've I've done one of those stickers is like I got uh there's one where if you eat something there's one does that like you're fighting someone who who spawns a lot of food and then there's like a sticker you can add to your character that if you eat food you like your stats increase and as soon as they started I the I eat the 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 food and it just like two shot the person and I'm like victory it's great. There's no more skin thing for Overwatch. Great. That's part of the event. <clears throat> okay. Well, that's unfortunate. I mean, we still have a bunch of skins to get anyway. Uh, speaking of Switch, me, Randall, and Brian got our hands on Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3. We finally gross. sat down. You, what do you mean, gross? <laughs> what, what does she know what's gross about that game? The camera is super gross in that game. You it's have yuck. it's that camera. Okay, let's start with the UI and camera. Cameras <laughs> dog trash. As in, you don't have any control of it. It's you have you don't have control of it. It depending on where you go, the cam, the camera controls itself. Sometimes there was a boss battle where we did. Who was it? Was it Doctor Strange? No, it wasn't Doctor Strange. Bullseye. Whoops. Was the, it Bullseye? The boss we, were, we had a fight. 
I think it was in room and there's we a bunch a, of armor. I thought we were in a dark dimension. Dormammu. No. I think it was Dormammu huge and we had to explode him with he would hit like we had to get those balls the things that give us um like invincibility but you charge up the on that one it's a huge Dormammu and the camera's way back here and like tilted down like head on. So you can't the depth perception is almost absent. So you're thinking you're at the edge so you can throw the stupid rock thing and nope you still had a couple more feet so it just does this and falls down and you just wasted your time. You don't know what's going to hit you unless you're, it's like a thing on the bottom. Anyway, besides the the camera, the UI, mappable buttons. How is that not a, a standard in 2019? Mappable buttons? Is that what yes. you said? Yes, mappable buttons. Button uh, remapping. I don't... I mean, what game has mappable buttons? Any PC game. <laughs> Just about Smash any... Bros. Smash Brothers has mappable ones. So we so the game is designed to literally play only on the Joy-Con. As in the There's UI. There's actually been so, like several games that have been like you can only use the Joy-Con. No, we can use the GameCube controllers, no problem. The problem is the UI and everything is like designed solely for the Joy-Con. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like it it there are actually quite a few that's been one of the big complaints. Uh is a lot of the games are are designed specifically for the Joy-Con or that you know if you have like if you have the Joy-Cons and another controller mm-hmm. or that like controller thing you can't use them together you have to only use them as the like you turn them onto the side and use them oh so you can't that's weird so you can't use both of both of the left and right Joy-Cons and then a pro controller right that's stupid Speaking of the Joy Cons, mine are breaking. <laughs> mine as in, are already, I've, as in the I've drifting thing. A, yeah, oh. Adam, Adam and I were playing. Um, we ended up having to go get another controller for him because, uh, uh, like, I ended up buying a uh, pro controller. Yeah. Uh, for myself, and then um, bought him a GameCube controller because uh, he was he was playing and we were playing Smash and he like was using NES. And then uh, did the up and B to try and get back on the thing. And the little thing just kept going up like this. He's like, what the fuck? And he can't get it to turn. And then there'd be times that he can't, like, move to the left or move to the right. And I was noticing a lot of that when I was playing. um, Fire Emblem. Yeah, where I would be, like, running. And then all of a sudden, I can't, like, turn to the left. I uh, just keep going to the right. And it's just ridiculous. Oh my goodness, I hope it doesn't happen to me. So far, so good on my Joy-Cons, but man, I'm going to be upset. I did hear that they uh, are offering to fix the stuff for free now. Oh, that's good. Um, So I got to look into, um, you know, what what that entails. Mm Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah, okay. Oh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance. So, story seems like to be uh, Thanos getting the uh, Infinity Stones... Because that seems to be the hot story to do right now. Uh, he sent his Black Order. Black Order? Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't know if I was just being terrible. Excuse me. To go get the Infinity Stones. Start off as the Guardians. And you and you meet uh, Proxima Midnight first. You fight her. You introduce the mechanics. Mechanics are... What is it? Two bu- a light attack, heavy attack, uh, block, roll, 
and then four jump. special skills. Uh, jump and four special skills. That's your movement and attacks. Uh, you can do synergy attacks with the other characters because there's always four people to your team. Whether they're AI-controlled or human-controlled, there's always four people on your team. It starts off with just the Guardians, but later, like, quickly it expands to a bunch of people and you start unlocking them as you progress through the story. Uh, the synergy attacks is, like, let's say... Um, Star Lord throws like that, like a cyclone thing. Looks like a hurric- like a twister or something. Or Storm does that. Uh, Thor can throw his lightning at it, and it becomes like a lightning tornado thing, and it's more damage. Uh, things like that. Uh, oh, and you also have your 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 super, like your old L and R. That making sense, mm-hmm. everyone? Okay. So it's like a soup. You have a meter for your regular mana. Like we have to call it mana. It's not. They call it energy. It's mana for your skills. <laughs> and then another another meter for your like super. So you can you don't have to worry about like holding on to your mana just so you can do your super. It's a separate uh, meter. It's great. With that, you can do syner- You can do super synergies, I guess. Which it's just really saying, hey, I just did my super. Everyone else, you can join in if you want. <laughs> the animations are based, it just becomes everyone attacking with their ult at the same time for like a lot of damage if you have them like stunned or whatever uh, for the enemies there is low level enemies like that just have a regular health bar you beat them up a couple times it's over you gain XP uh, coin and just more resources so you can do stuff later I'll get to and then for the that's basically the two, the two types of and if you take a step back at a high level it's those kind of enemies what is, what are you doing? <laughs> Nick just joined and asked if I still have these green bowls that my mom had uh, from like 20, 25 years ago. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. She gave them to me because I really like them. And he just he comes in and he's like, "Are you fucking serious?" I mean, it's perfectly good bowl. Why would you throw them away? Exactly. They work. Um, the heck was I talking about? Oh, the enemies. And then you have an enemy that has the the stun meter. Where, is is it like is is that how executive works? They have like a stun meter and it brings them down so you can stun them, or is it just to insta kill them? Yeah, that, it's so... just to insta kill. Okay, so but this is not to insta kill. This is just you you bring down the the stun meter or up. I guess you bring it down. They get stunned for like a little, depending on the enemy, a certain amount of time, and that's when you do more damage. So you do some top, some enemies you can do damage while trying to stun them, and then some enemies like their defense is too high or whatever that you can only do damage while they're thing is all the way your stun meters depleted uh yeah and that's would be when and that's when you would probably would use the supers not against the low level enemies but like bosses have the same type of meters so that becomes the the loop on the bosses find a way to drop his stun meter and then just any synergy attacks you can do or if you all have all use it to drain his health uh you level up in this but they're leveling up it seems to be just for Difficulty, not not actual. Oh, we got a followed by weird TV. Who's that? It's weird. I don't know. Some random douchebag. Yeah, let's get some rocks in the chat. Nice. <laughs> um, and that's about it for the most part in terms of mechanics. It's a very simple. Oh no, the crafting. You can assign. Okay, hold on. Let me back up. They have a sphere grid kind of thing that applies to all characters. Like it's basically account based. So you spend some resources you gain in the game to upgrade mo- like account wide, similar to like Borderlands's um 
badass points. Excuse the terminology there. And then, uh, what is it? <laughs> what are they called? ISOs? Like the buffs and stuff that you can equip. Each character mm-hmm. you can equip, like. ISO 8s. ISO 8s that you can put, like, like small buffs. They have four slots for them. You can upgrade the the ISO 8s through crafting and, like, disassemble. I think you can, dis- you can like, disassemble some of them, right? For resources. Yeah, you can disassemble them so that you can use this powder to upgrade your dysoids that you actually use, and then you can fuse them to increase the level cap for some of them. <clears throat> okay. So yeah, there's like upgrade the, upgrade the type for each, and then you you can make builds that way. So if you want someone that's more that does more damage using their skills, like special attack, similar to like Pokemon, where it's like special attack and regular attack. Uh, if you want them to be like super tanky, you can upgrade their defense or their their uh, resistance to special. Like in terms of making builds, it's all there. It's just the actual what is it, the actual moment to moment attacking gets kind of stale after a while because unless you unless you start trying to get creative and start to, and try to air comb like jug uh, juggle a bunch of enemies, that's at that point. By the time we stopped playing, that's what we were doing. Is how long can we keep these guys in the air while we're just bodying them with supers and stuff? And I was trying to zone. <laughs> and Brian's trying more to zone trying, the entire time. I'm trying to not tight. I don't know if it's like <clears throat> when I touch a controller, the AI knows that I'm playing. <laughs> but people, they go out of the way to beat the fuck out of me. I don't know what it is. That's something that I, that I saw that I felt that was missing in like in, ter- in terms of making someone like a build. There's nothing that aggro's like there's I, we haven't seen a character that like hits a button and aggro's people like I would imagine the Hulk should hey he like yells or something and everyone starts going after him or some like they just, the AI just does what it help whatever they want there's no way to manipulate them if that, if that makes sense unless it's like yeah. the environment where like he throws the rocks that remember that had like that Zarya thing Brian or like mm-hmm. that, like a weird purple thing and it pulled them in but there's not a lot of crowd control besides. Hopefully your move takes up a lot of like AOEs. Not takes up AOE, but like takes up a good amount of room. Um, that's about it. Like I want to max everybody up. I, I think, Brian, I think I saw somewhere at the level max level was a hundred, not fifty. According to the thing, it was fifty. I don't know if you get like badass levels after or something. I don't know. Oh, okay. You get the what is it? The Paragon points, like you do in uh... Diablo. Yeah. I remember when me and Brian were playing Diablo on PS4, and I didn't know you can like met like we opened the lobby up because we're like oh we'll play with other people we do riffs and stuff. I not knowing that that game on PS4 is just hacked to all belief. <laughs> yeah. Like this is before I played the PC version. So I'm like we're just going through riffs. I'm like leveling. I'm like oh I'm gonna get all this plat my platinum trophy on it. And some dude joins right, and I guess he had an item on him that multiplies your XP by. The highest number you can amount. think, yeah, like the highest number you can think about. So I right. attack something and I, the XP thing just skyrocketed. And I had like Paragon, like 800 something. I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> what happened? I had some, me and Brian stood there at, we had a stop. He kept, the guy kept going doing the, the riff. And me and Brian like trying to put in as many points as possible, thinking that it was just like, like a, like a, an instance thing. But those are good times. He gave me his weapon too right after. Yeah, and then he dropped it for us to keep leveling. The fuck? And then we, of you course, we give, used it. I mean, like. You give weapons and things in that game? In Diablo, yeah, th- Diablo 3? Yeah. Yeah, you can drop. 
but like not if you I mean on the PC not if you uh not if you join a game everything's like I mean you can drop it for other people but only the people that are in that game you can't just like join some random game and some dude just go hey you want this here you go I remember that's how cuz we ended up no, getting no, it on PC on PC it's like there's a time limit and if you don't drop a certain item you just picked up within that time limit you have to keep it like it's like it becomes like a count bound. But, yeah. oh. but on PS4, it's just whenever you have something you don't want, just throw it on the floor and, and they can pick it up. Unless they patch that out. Like, I remember, like this was earlier on when like Diablo 3 came out on a console. Like, we got it right away. So I'm like, oh my God, I love playing Diablo and I like playing it with the controller. Like, it felt great on the controller. And then the addiction began. Yeah. She, uh, they, what do you call it? They, uh, it used to be able to just trade because they had the um, fuck, what's it called? The auction house until somebody broke that. And then people found out that you could put items up on the auction house for like a certain amount of gold. And then if you canceled the item, it would send you the item plus double whatever you had the gold up there for. Wow. So people, were, people were like, I mean, because gold was like everything back in the day. Uh, when it first released uh -huh. and <clears throat> people found that exploit and then immediately started like farming gold stuff up there for like 2 billion you know and then canceling <laughs> it and getting 4 billion because I think 2 billion was the max that you could put something up there for and uh, uh, oh, shit what was it the um, and it broke the entire market like because you know Diablo 3 now is more focused on each of the characters whereas before you had to really find like gear that was built uh for your type of character uh-huh well yeah that's those were dark times because i think i remember reading headlines of that like everyone hated diablo 3 because of it and they were and like well it was a bad time for diablo 3 i think it cleaned well, that... up that time when i got my hands on it but i don't know yeah i mean the um uh what do you call it they everything was super um stat dependent you know you had to like you really had to find you know an item with uh like pure dex and like hp and some other stuff uh, yeah. otherwise you you know you know if, if, if you were playing like a monk and then playing the game was super difficult uh before they started adding in like the torment versions there was just like you know normal nightmare hell and then yeah impossible yeah. and uh turns out if you were playing a monk you could you could spam one of his mantras that would give you and your allies this shield that just absorbed damage and the only thing you would do is sit there and attack and spam that ability and people were able to farm a lot of the end game content at the time because they were able to just uh, heal through it just, just yeah they just never took damage all <laughs> oh, right just nullifying through it that's crazy yeah, that that's once we got that that uh weapon or once he joined and just ruined not he didn't ruin it he just kind of took the the leveling fun out of it because we just skyrocketed and leveled like what the heck <laughs> and then I just kept going doing the what is it the rifts in like the story mode just so I can get the platinum and then we ended up buying mm -hmm. it on the on PC and I, it was great. And I think that's like Brian said earlier before the stream started. I think that's what Marvel Ultimate Alliance Three was missing is loot, because right now it's just items to keep leveling. Does that make sense? Like the loot you get here is 
like cosmic XP cubes that you use just to level your character. So there's nothing to like the builds is just the ISOs that you get. I guess that's your loot, the ISOs you get, but we don't really have a full grasp of what builds we it's, need anyway, if it's just going to be trials at the end. It just feels like it's not enough. Like, uh, part of the fun... Part of the fun of playing, like, those autopilot games is just... I just like loot. I just want loot. I said, I'm not going to sugarcoat I just want loot. <laughs> yeah, and the game the game is is fun for a short amount, like, you know... For the amount we've played, like, we played, like, what, a couple hours and stopped and kept watching Evo, and then played a little bit more and kept watching Evo, so we had, like, bursts of it. And those bursts, it's great, because you just... You level quick enough where you're like, yeah, I leveled, or now I can... Now I unlock another slot for an ISO, so maybe we can upgrade the ISOs, you know, make small things there, but I don't know if there's going to be an... Like, once we get to the end of it, I don't know if I'm going to, like, grind to get level ma- max thing, for everyone. I don't know. Another thing that... Uh, another thing that I'll complain about is most of the characters feel almost exactly the same. So I was, I was basically, every time we got a new character, almost, almost every time I switched to them just to try them, a lot of it feels the same. Even the abilities, it's like, oh, you could do this. They serve the same purpose as someone else's move. The Actually, exception of... Go ahead. Hmm? I was going to say, they have. there's moves that are the same. Star-Lords, yeah. the, like, they just use the same and apply it to different characters. There's just, it's like templates, like different character types. or like Not character, they just assign the, the skill to different people. I guess they made a, like, a list of skills you can do and then gave it to people. As a, the only uh, except some of the so far that's yeah. felt that's felt unique is Doctor Strange because he has he has the bind thing. He has he can heal your teammates even though it's trash and teammates jump away from you on purpose. They have uh, <laughs> everything he had felt way different than anyone else I played. The characters that I enjoy from the Marvel series were boring. Like Deadpool, I want to shoot. I wanted more. I don't know. And the combat system is just you press a light attack over and over again for the same combo, and then you throw a heavy, and then there's, you can't. There's no dynamic combos. It's then like if you press light and then heavy, you get an uppercut. But if you press light, light and then heavy, you roundhouse. You know what I mean? It doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't get. It doesn't seem to get that deep. Because more because the first Ultimate Alliance, I believe, had it was like that. When you press a certain order, you got certain things. I don't. I don't remember them. It was so long ago. What about you, Randall? Did you? What did you think? Back there, stoic like. <laughs> I agree with um with Brian. The first one, I, whichever one was on Xbox, I think that's the one I played. I played with a a group of friends, and it was, in my opinion, it was a lot more fun because the moves were way more robust, and you could do so much. You could you can I mean you could do combos here, but it's more like juggle combos. And the other one, you could do individual combos everybody had unique stuff and they had the surfer and they had the surfer had silver surfer i didn't remember they, i don't know they had silver surfer yeah there's even a whole part in the first game where you can you have to fight galactus and before that you can either decide to I think side with silver surfer or, the, or super scroll to try to take him down or something like that so randall never saw the super scroll version of course not he just <laughs> And and it felt actually I don't know if it was more characters, but it felt like there were a lot more characters in the first one. And when you leveled, you actually I believe you put the actual skill points into it instead of just you level these things are higher. You you picked your skill points and you upgraded. I think you even had more abilities than just four, but I could be wrong about that. 
And also, when you would upgrade, your move would change based on how powerful it was. Versus, like, in this game, it just seems like it's it just the same, stats. same animation, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. it's quote-unquote, it's, it's more powerful. Yeah. And the other one, you can see a significance in, like, this dude is getting more powerful because either the attack is longer or it's just more of what he's doing or there's the extra animation within the original animation. Mm-hmm. And this one, when you upgrade them, it's the same. It's the same boost. So level two is cheaper. Level three, oh, it hurts. Level four, though, it's bigger. Yeah, it's the upgrade paths are very. There's two, I think. Is if it's a healing one or something, it increases the area, like Brian said. And then if it's just a regular, like a an off- offensive one, it's a cheaper EP cost, increased damage, and then increased damage to the the stun gauge. Mm-hmm. And that's just the same all across the board. So Strange had one where for his like he had a cone of fire that that did like multiple ticks of damage. And the mm-hmm. last one I haven't upgraded it to it, but it says it boosts allies fire damage on the person that gets hit by it or something. Or it okay. gives them fire damage. Like if I think if I shoot it at you, you mm-hmm. get like f- uh, elemental, but I haven't gotten it. Okay, that's new. Yeah, everybody else felt everybody else just felt like oh press the same button and then if I want to hit him with that oomph I press the heavy ones yep. and then I do the ability that Star-Lord and seven other people have <laughs> and then there's stuff you can unlock like the hallways and stuff by combining um, the skills I don't know it's not like we're like be- would... it's not like we're like crapping on it but it's just it's like a meh version of mm-hmm. Diablo like there's it's they focused on the numbers instead of the the, the systems if that makes sense like all of that but the thing I can compare it to that's more accurate it's not like Diablo it's like playing a Lego game where it's very dumbed down you're playing it just to see your characters in Lego form or in this animation form and you're just going around just fucking around and picking up money basically okay yeah I can see that yeah, that's that. No, you're right. That's probably better. But except two players is four now. Mm-hmm. And they look, I mean, visually it looks good. It's running at like a 30 FPS, but like the the pre-rendered cutscenes are pretty cool. The voice acting's missed. It's no. like a not so great, but uh, the dialogue's pretty good. The writing makes me laugh a couple times. Uh, the animation looks great on the pre-rendered scenes, and just the animations while you're fighting look passable like they're all it's just all fine it's like okay four player beat them up and you can level you know visually i would not be mad if if that's if they make a marvel a marvel's capcom 4 if it took that art style i would not be mad oh yeah it looks great the models are great like they don't the textures are, are high quality the models are pretty high quality i thought it, they, they look great they move around great it's just running at 30 FPS, so they don't like it doesn't handle silky smooth like you're playing like Shovel Knight or something. But, but all in all, would you recommend it to somebody else? Man, not I don't full know. Price. Not full, yeah, that's a good thank you for saving. I'm like that full price, probably not. If you see it like I don't know, like an eShop sale or something, or if you see it like at a GameStop bin somewhere, you know how they have them like for like 20 30 bucks, then yeah, mm-hmm. then that's what I think is like the sweet spot, but not like right off rip, nah. It's too, it's too, Especially since it's, Diablo is on the Switch. I wonder how that plays compared to like 
the PC and thing. Well, I mean, we played it on console, so I'm sure it's just like the console, but at 30 FPS. Right. And maybe I can... better optimized, or maybe it looks a little prettier. Maybe I don't know. On PS4. I don't know how. Yeah. I don't know then, how. Uh... I don't know how strong the Switch is in comparison to PS4, so I can't. T- I, I can't. I'm it's... trying to picture if it would look prettier or not, but I don't know which one's stronger. The PS4 <clears throat> is stronger by a lot. But okay, so it won't look prettier, but hey, you can have a Ganon skin. Yeah. And that too. <laughs> you play as a Ganon. Um. I've thought yeah, about I going guess... back to Diablo 3 just so I can play as the Necromancer, but I'm like, it's a lot of money for one character. <laughs> well, how much is it? They're selling the character uh, separately? Yeah, he, the, well, the they did that before. Because Crusader was part of the expansion, but it was him plus content. This one, it seems like it's just a Necromancer. And I think it was like, it was something stupid. It was like 15 or something. Oof. <sighs> he's not even that good. Like, he's so worthless. But is he don't get me wrong. He's interesting to play. And that's what but I But he's not know. like if you've ever played Diablo two, he is not um like that. He's not a. He, you don't summon a ton of things. Like there are some builds where you get to summon a couple of creatures, uh-huh. but you're limited to like four things, maybe think... six if you do stuff. Not like the five billion you could friggin' do uh, in, in Diablo two. Uh, that's like it's just really disappointing. I think they turned the witch doctor into the necromancer, and then they're like, fuck, people keep asking us for necromancer, let's put a dead guy in there. Because <laughs> the witch doctor can have, like, a, like goons of frogs. It depends. Oh, not frog. It depends on the build. Because there's a build you can summon, like, every everything that you can summon at once. And I think you can double it, too, depending on the build. So you can summon what? two of everything in Diablo 3. But for which character? Witch sorry. doctor. The witch doctor. I think there's a build where you can summon everything and then double it. Yeah, I mean, if you wanted to, if you want little creatures to help you out, you can play a monk, and uh, get so you can get uh, Ina's mantra set, and that allows you to summon all five of your little spirits uh, to help you attack. And then, oh, okay. Uh, wear mystic boots, I think is what they're called, and it doubles them, so you have ten. I mean, the build that I use, I get like a thousand percent damage for every mystic ally that's summoned. And so I have ten thousand percent, you know, increased damage because of it. And those are the numbers that we all fall in love with when we play Diablo. We just want to see high, high numbers. I think I mean, I think what the build I found most fun was the Archon build for the, the sorceress, just because I can be in that form and fly and just say freedom, and then I can just explode all day. Yeah, I remember when I was barbarian and I was watching everyone do damage. Ah, we had our nerd talk there. Thank you, Blizzard. Um, we can move on here. <laughs> what happened? So every time that Shannon uh, Shannon listens to ratchet music, and I give I love to give her it's my new favorite word ever since one of her coworkers mentioned it. Okay. And uh, so she we there's this station here that only plays like hip hop and R and B. Yeah, something. like old, especially a lot of the older, like nineties, uh, yeah, like the nineties, early two thousand stuff. And uh, I, I love, I do, you know, you guys know this because I do this to you too. Like when Tupac comes on, I'm like, that oh was my, truly, That's a, you know, uh, a great Will Smith track. Yeah, <laughs> just stupid shit. Like that. <laughs> I remember, I almost caused a car accident. 
Oh yeah, when Dove's Cry came on, and I was like, truly, Tupac's greatest song. <laughs> Did she strike? Was she driving? She almost crashed her car, and she loves that thing. <laughs> yep, she understands my pain. Journey, don't stop believing. <laughs> God, that was hilarious. It was Boston more than a feeling. The actual no, it was song. Journey. It was Journey. Oh, okay. Then okay. Then you said Boston first, and then, then I, I was swap it in the story. No, 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 no. Because it, it's because I used to get those two songs confused, uh, mm-hmm. like just listening to the music. Yeah. And then it was on in the car, and I was like, "Hey, I know this song." And you're like, <laughs> "I was like, Journey, don't stop believing." <laughs> <Just like, laughs> it took you too long to know what song that was. Oh man. I don't have a smooth transition to the next thing. I can help you out if you're going to tell me what you're going to go to. Randall, Fast and the Furious. You know, if he would have swerved, he wouldn't have had taken great care of his package of a vehicle. Anthony hit him. <laughs> I don't know if you're doing Drake there because you said care. I'm like, what? <laughs> Randall, so you went to go see Fast and the Furious, Hobbs and Shaw. You went to go see oh. a kicker. And uh, I, I was trying to do drinks. That's what I was trying okay, to do. Okay, so I'm okay, good. Because I'm like, he said care. I'm like, well, okay. I guess he's talking about drinks. I said Fast and the Furious. You said Randall. That's what you said. I thought I said Fast and the Furious. You like the movie Randall or not? Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, I liked it. So tell us about it. That's it. Yeah, I liked it. Was it better uh, than it? Hellboy? Yes, way better. Is this, is that going to be our gauge for Randall when he, we ask him if something's entertaining for movies? I think so. I mean, he he really didn't have anything good to say about Hellboy. So if it's better than Hellboy, it's got to be somewhat decent. I, I don't know if that's true. Worse. Which one? That he said. You guys oh, yeah, there was a movie after that. Yeah, there was the, like, a movie he saw. After. What was it? High Life. Know? High Life. High Life. It was High Life. So that would so if it's worse, is it worse than High Life? What fast? Yeah, I just said, said it was better it. than Hellboy. Okay, I'm not paying attention. Obviously, we noticed. <laughs> just flaunting his chest there. Yeah, dude, I grew it yesterday. Put some water on it. Got some sunlight on it. Now it's growing like a. So give us the pros and cons of the movie, Randall. <laughs> you sure of... you don't want to talk about Tia Pet? We all I'm, know that Anthony is is a living chia pet. I'm not. Li- uh, I'm not gonna lie to you guys. I scrolled to look for chia pet on the dock. Yeah, I was, I was like, <laughs> I was like, did I say chia pet? Yeah, I'm like, where did he get chia pet on this I mean, document? I, mean, I, still, I still have a depressing, non-growing Bob Ross chia pet over there. I don't think you watered it correctly. No, they just lied to me in the instructions. Oh, okay. Did you give it sunlight? They just lied to me in the instructions. Got it. So Randall, Fast and the Furious, we're not going through this again. <laughs> well, I'm not the one that keeps going off topic. Um, You're also the one that doesn't talk. Mm. I was going to say, someone's <laughs> have to say it because it's a pretty obvious one here. Let's go. So go on, Randall. Yeah, let's, what are you doing? Don't look at me. Look at you your thoughts. sarcasm? No. It's a show. That's what gives keeps the show going is the sarcasm. Um... Pros and cons. Pros, Idris Elba's character, um, 
I think his name was Brixton, was okay. the highlight of the movie. Um, even though Jason Statham and The Rock are pretty good when it comes to action movies. Um, How was the chemistry between both of them? Because this, at this point, they have to carry the it. Rock and Jason Statham? Yeah. It, it picked up right after, uh, what was the last one? Was it seven or was it eight? I don't remember. I, I just the last time I remember that Rock being in one is when he was holding the minigun at the end of the movie. I think it's eight. I think they're up to eight now. He was in the last yeah, I think it's eight. Yeah, so he was the same chemistry that you saw between those two because they had to work together along with everybody else. Uh huh. It's just now it's an entire movie about that same interaction. Okay. Um this time uh Deckard Shaw, which is Jason Statham's character, his sister is now involved. And his sister is like, um, is she CIA? Maybe I NSA. forget what bureau she's with, but she's with a, she's with some sort of bureau. NSA, yeah, CIA, XCOM, FBI. One of them. She's a little higher than FBI. Okay, so probably CIA or NSA. Um, but anyway, Umbrella Corp. Yeah, or Umbrella yeah, Corp. Yeah, actually, I think it is Umbrella Corp. No, it's Part BSAA. Um, huh? What? What did you say? Me? I said it's BSAA. Wayne Enterprises. It's part of ICE. ICE? No, ICE. it's ISIS. Okay, before we get on the uh, government's <laughs> watch list here, um... no, that that's the name of the um the agency for for um Archer. That's the name of the agency. It's ISIS. Yeah. Oh, that's true. I haven't seen that. Do like on season nine or so. I haven't just. I just lost interest. I haven't watched it in a while. I, I completely can't forgot. Watch past season like five. Yeah, uh, I, I can't, can't watch the season that they do the whole. Uh, <laughs> what's it called? Where they become a um, a detective agency. Just can't do it. Like, so far, we've let him say one sentence and then one off topic for five minutes and then. <laughs> Got mad at him for not saying a second sentence. <laughs> he said multiple sentences. First of all, second of all, continue, Randall. This one makes well, the show so great. As far as Archer is concerned, there's a new episode or new season, and it is uh, it has '80s theme. It's '80s theme, so you're all over it. Yeah. Did you just straight up buy the season? It's weird. I think it's like '80s futuristic. Like so, cyberpunk. So you know, imagine like a movie done in the '80s, but they their interpretation of the future. But it still has Blade Runner. Yeah, there you go. But anyway, back to um, Hobbs and Shaw. <laughs> so his sister uh, ends up. Uh, she has a job where she's supposed to. I get. I don't know exactly what her original plan was, but she ends up having to get some sort of drug or uh, what would you call it? Virus, maybe. Okay. And. Brixton and his team is after it. So when they go to get it, or when her team goes to get it, Brixton interrupts it. And then you, at the beginning of the movie, you get to see like what he's capable of, which is every time he's, every time it just elbows on screen, it's like, it's magical. <laughs> is it because it's like awesome scenes happening? Like yes, anime, yes, anime man. scenes happening? The fight scenes, because I, like I said, he's in hand. I told you before, but of course the people on the podcast don't know. His character is enhanced. His, he's enhanced um, through machines. Or I don't think it's nanotechnology. I just think that he's, his body parts have been replaced with machine parts. Okay. So it allows him to uh, do calculations that obviously the human can't do, 
which is like he can tell the the uh, pounds per pressure of a, of a person's punch as he as they're throwing it. Um, he can tell where the best location to intercept somebody when they're when they're um, trying to escape him or you know rerouting or some junk like that. Uh-huh. And whenever they show what he he sees, it's like a HUD. It's not like Iron Man HUD, but it's a HUD, and it's pretty cool looking. Um, it's interesting. So. He has this interaction. So I don't know. They, they didn't go into it, but they, he has some sort of interaction with his motorcycle that he rides throughout the movie. Uh-huh. And it's like, I was explaining it. What? Nothing. I just wanted to look at you, dude. I was explaining, oh. explaining this to you before, but like his interaction between him and the bike, he, he it seemed like he communicates with it because he'll be like in mid-conversation and then the bike will just pull up. But like I was telling you before, it doesn't pull up like it's being pulled up like by AI. It pulls up like someone's riding on it. Mm-hmm. So um, not only that, the bike can transform. And I don't mean like into a robot, but like it could deform. Like the middle chassis can turn like, I guess that's considered horizontal. It can turn horizontal while the front and the back stays stationary. Or they all three, because it looked like it's broken up into three sections, like the front, the middle, and the back. So, like, while the, the middle turns left, the front and the back might turn right so that it can go flat and go under things. So, like, you see in the trailer is that part where, like, he goes under the two semi-trucks. Yeah. And the bike turn like, it, it rotates. Mm-hmm. And he goes under it. And he, but he's turning the bike at the same time. So, by the time he goes under both semis, he's, like, immediately making a left turn. Nice. And he does some jump where he like goes on the wall or whatever, but it's it's crazy, man. Like it's very animated. Whenever he's like, Honestly. whenever they show him mm-hmm. in the bike, it's very animated. When he's fighting, it is. I wouldn't say it's animated, but it's just, it's just cool. It's just cool choreography, and it doesn't look like he's uh It's not one of those those action movies where like clearly this guy does martial arts. Uh-huh. It's not like that at all. It's just like. The way he shot it and what he does is just cool. Okay. It's just very basic fighting, but it still looks cool. Um, so do you not believe me we all need cybernetic enhancements or? No. So like, like I was telling you before that whole, if you step back and you look at the larger picture of the movie, mm-hmm. the movie is basically about like human, human beings, flesh versus technology. Right. Brickstead and the people that he worked for believes that technology is the future for human beings and that this whole virus that the, that they were trying to capture is supposed to um, weed out the weak people. Basically kill anybody who's weak. Okay, they overstepped and, their boundaries. I was with them until you just said that. And then everybody <laughs> and then everybody else who survives this virus are the ones who I don't know if it's by force. I'm assuming it's by force because they're bad guys. We'll have to comply to, you know, um, having a body be implanted or replaced with, you know, robot parts or whatever. Right. Oh, shit. They're going to enroll a cyber initiative and save the Lin Kuei. This is a, this is a basically Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The only reason I found out that I, I, I thought it was Mortal Kombat because you said Lin Kuei. If you did not say that, I'd be like, this man's making up a story as we, as we do this live. That's why, that's why I either said that or the, the Shiro Ryu just to make sure someone knew that I was referencing Mortal Kombat. <laughs> Okay. So the uh, the chemistry between The Rock and Jason Statham is like, it's the same, like I said, that's in Fast 8, but it's also more because now Shaw's sister involved. 
Uh-huh. And like, of course, it, it's not over the top. It's not very cliche where it's like, okay, you have Shaw, you had a rock, and you had a sister. So somewhere along the lines in the movie, Shaw's sister is going to like the rock and they're going to have a romantic interest. Uh-huh. They do like each other, but it's not... It, that it's, way. it's very indirect. Uh-huh. There's only one time when they're having a conversation when it's more direct. But other than that, it's very... Inter- it's like... It's not important. It's like it. like a real life situation, you know, like you're going through this this really important situation. They're not going to stop and talk about their feelings and how they like each other. It's not like that. But I love you. Yeah, they don't they don't do that, Joe. Okay, that's good. So, um, there's some several cameos. Okay. That I really want to mention, but you said you're going to watch it, so yeah, I'm not going to mention it. But it's two cam- two two good actors that okay you um, everybody in here really likes. Okay, that's good. Johnny Bravo. I was gonna, I was gonna make a mean joke, dude, but I'm just not. Nicholas Cage. I'm gonna say it anyway. Is no, I can't. I can't. <laughs> it's too. It's too bad. It's too. It's is what. Don't worry about it. Just say it. I'm say it's, 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 it's Clark Duncan. No, it's one of the cameos. Paul Walker. Wow. Well, you guys wanted it, right? <laughs> Jeez, man. No, it's not. Well, you wanted it, so there you go. <laughs> oh my! Funny. I wasn't gonna say how many. How many times in the movie do they say the word family? They uh maybe once or twice. Okay, good. And the only person that said it was Jason Statham, but because he had to say it, because he at the time in the conversation he was talking about his sister. I mean, that's fine. As long as there's at least once, then it's a Fast and the Furious movie. But yeah. Uh, what was it? I was reading, reading about the new one, and uh, they were bringing up like things that from the old ones, where apparently, uh, The Rock and Vin Diesel do not like each other at all, and didn't no. share any screen time except for like the fight scene. Yeah, uh, there's beef I think with The Rock and Vin Diesel and The Rock and Tyrese. Mm-hmm. Why I don't know the specifics, but that's all I know. <laughs> I need you to know these things. Oh, I'm sorry. You're supposed to know the celebrity lore. Lore celebrity. Speaking of celebrity lore, The Weeknd and Bella Hadid are broken up again. Oh, this album's gonna be fucking amazing. Yeah, that's <laughs> my first thought, dude. That was my first thought. Oh my gosh. Anyway, moving on with the celebrity uh, rumors gossip. We're not a. This isn't Us Weekly, so let's move Joni on. Joni loves Chachi. Hey, right, go on. The cons, Randall, because everything you were saying sounded great. To me, anyway. That sounds like a fun time. What didn't you like about it? What was that noise? This. Oh, okay. I don't think he does have... I don't think he does have cons. (laughs) Look at him. I do. He loved this movie. It's just all racial slurs. I just thought it was really... I enjoyed myself. Yeah, it was fun. It was a fun movie. You can say it's fun. The the movie that the part of the movie that I didn't like was it may have to do with um, I don't I don't know how to put this man. It's like it's just it's a it's a plot point, so I can't really say what it is. Okay. But it's you just, can say you, can that say you the, don't agree with their writing at all times throughout the yeah. movie. If the, so, the plot or the writing is the screen. The screen. I just would have done the, the the you know the the climax, the part the part that happens in Act Three. That's yeah. like the huge. I just would have 
went a different route. Okay, that's fair. That's all fair, Randall. Excuse all is me. fair in love and war. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, that, that's what I hear. <laughs> yeah, but love is a battlefield. And there's like one other thing to say. Yeah, you can do that away from the the mic, Brian. Thanks. Uh, Was, did it taste just as good coming up as it did going down? Yes. Okay. <laughs> and this is another plot point too, so I don't know how to. Then it, it did. I'll say so. This the it the two things are very um, specific to the plot of the, of the movie. Uh huh. The first one that I mentioned, of course, is uh, I it went a different route. And the other one is... You think it was cheesy or something? No, I just think it, it didn't make sense to me. It's like... Like it didn't fit in the movie or... No, it's it was just a bad decision. Okay. It's one of those bad decisions that I always talk about. Like, why would you do this? Oh, why would a character do this? At, like, Our like, mech is analog nuclear. Oh, my God. <laughs> that movie has its faults, but I, I can't. can... That movie has its faults, but I can rewatch that over and over again. Pacific yeah, it's a great movie. I love a, that movie. That's the definition that, of that a fun scene, movie. Yeah. That scene, it just like it just ruins a lot of the movie where you're just like, really, really, you have these giant fucking mechs and you're gonna piss away the the the, the people being in the movie mm-hmm. by saying that. Okay. It's analog. Go ahead, Randall. Sorry. Uh yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Just. Bad decision making. One day, Randall, you'll get that movie. I'm just, yeah, I'm, I'm just, I'm really getting tired of. I don't feel like. It's not grounded enough. I don't feel like bad decision making. You need bad decision making in order to have drama, or to have some sort of yeah clash. I think that you can have people make sound, intelligent decisions, but. Bad stuff still happens, you know. It just—that's what makes it scary, or intense, or intimidating. Is because you have people making at least somewhat sound decisions, but bad things continue to happen, or there's still drama, or you know. Uh huh. But I don't think you're gonna get that kind of writing. And no offense to the people that, that work on Fast and the Furious movies, but they're this. The audience is get in there, have some fun, eat your popcorn, whatever, and get out. And then talk about, yo, do you see how crazy that drift was? You see that explosion? You see how that train flipped over the car and then the car backflipped into a transformer? Like that's what you're, that's what we're <laughs> we're going to go see. Just spectacle. I don't think you're gonna get it from that kind of movie though. Like if they, if if you walked out of Shaw or Hobbs and Shaw, Shaw and Hobbs. And you said, "Yo, they finally did it. They made, they did what you wanted to happen." I'd be shocked. I would have gone to go see it immediately, because <laughs> I would not expect that. When I first saw the trailer for Hobbs and Shaw, I'm like, "That looks like a fun movie. I'm gonna enjoy myself whenever I get to see it." Same with like, uh, what is it? I think it's coming out on digital soon. Um, it might be international. It's like, hey, let's get the people from Thor Ragnarok and just put MIB on it. So we're gonna see wacky alien stuff. They're gonna, the chemistry's still gonna be there. It's gonna be funny. It's gonna be like whatever. I'm like, they're still gonna make silly mis- decisions. I'm assuming it's gonna be fun. Is it just, though? It's just summer blockbusters, you know. 
Uh, speaking of blockbusters, I don't have anything. I'm so sorry. Uh, <laughs> well, I guess since we're, we can talk about Evo a bit and how hyped Tekken 7 was over the almost everything the entire weekend of games. No, I lied. The Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Fighters and Tekken 7 were like the most entertaining to watch. Yeah. I would say. <laughs> I don't even play Tekken that much, but watching it was really dope because there were some people doing some ridiculous <clears throat> plays. And Dragon Ball was basically watching anime in fighting game format. Sonic Fox saw gets sent to... Too. Yeah, and you saw a grown man cry because he was just... I mean, his, I think it's his first Evo win for Dragon Ball, right? It's only the second year there. I think that's his first Evo win ever. Oh, wow. Then there's I'm that. I'm not sure, though. So, yeah, those emotions were running high at the end of the... Uh, Are Dragon you talking Ball. about uh, the win against Phonic, uh, Sonic Fox? Yeah. That was a very anime... What's it called, dude? Like, so- he sent... Sonic Fox to losers, and Sonic Fox just bodied everyone in losers so he can get that <laughs> run back again. And they got bodied again. And then he lost. Again. Did he reset it? No, he didn't. Right? He didn't get to reset it. No. Okay. No. So Goichi just took him out again. But it was close fights. Like each each round was like it could go. It could have gone to anyone. It was very. It was the definition of hype. And same with Tekken. What was the guy's name that you were rooting for? Knee. Yeah. I think it was. That became our like people we were rooting for at the, by the end of it. And speaking of silly decisions, you, you, you we don't have a clip, we don't have video evidence, but Randall was not liking what he was doing on screen. <laughs> He's like, "Why would you do that?" Yeah, it was. Uh, I don't know. I understand. I think obviously Nia is, is probably a better player than I am because. I think simply because of execution, like his execution is flawless. But I think that his decision making needs some work because I think he's too patient. I think being patient in the fighting game definitely has its benefits. Do you mean patient or passive? Patient. Okay. Because he's he's literally in in the fight. He's literally waiting for the person to mess up. What what he perceives as an as an error. Uh-huh. So somebody else that's looking is like, you know, when is he going to attack? You know, uh-huh. he's waiting for an opportunity that looks like something he can punish really bad. But if he doesn't see that, he just he just blocks. He's just back dash side step block, uh-huh. back dash side step block. That's all he just keeps doing. You know, he might throw a jab out here and there, but it, it was at it was at a certain point when he was playing with Devil Jin, he wasn't even throwing out any jabs. He wasn't punishing anything. Or he wasn't even trying to make the person whiff so that he could punish. He was just playing reactionary? Reactionary? He was just waiting for an opportunity. And I guess it because he knew, like, this was the last match. This was the last round. Yeah. So. He didn't want to mess it up. I don't want to mess it up. And Mm -hmm. I I guess maybe him as a person, he might feel like, you know what? Even though I lost, I didn't lose because. I messed up. I made a mistake Uh or I attacked when I shouldn't attack. But at the end of the day, is like the reason you lost is it is your fault because you didn't you didn't do anything else other than block. He didn't hit buttons, bro. I'm telling you, now you guys I, understand me. I think his play style it works on people who were too buttonsy or try too hard, like overly do their reads. Because when he was playing, it's Anakin, and he was getting bodied at first. Once he downloaded him and saw that he's very read like cocky button pressing mm. read based. His pat is him being so patient makes him like, oh, well, now he's going to snap and try to do something and he does something unsafe and it worked for him. And to juxtapose the way he plays defensively, Goichi can block everything. 
But oh even my! He knows, even he knows when to turn it on and actually go on the offense. <clears throat> yeah, shout out to Goichi's ability to just block anything that happens on screen. I have never. I don't think I've ever seen blocking in in that ever like that. There were so many mix-ups and key blasts coming in from every direction, sw- side swapping, and he's like, "Nah, fam, I'm good." Block, block. I can only imagine uh, the camera on his on his um. Was he playing? Is he a pad player or a stick? No, he plays on stick. I can only imagine there's a camera on that stick. Goodness, it was awesome to watch. Just blocking yeah, left and right. Yeah, it's even yeah, harder dude. to block on stick as opposed to pad because you have a bigger. I guess uh, radius range of motion. It's yeah, range, of, range motion. of motion in order to block left or right. So that, that's also a thing to, to suck him on. But I, we don't. I don't want to take anything away from what's his name, Ash, because he also played. His geese is yeah. choice. All his characters. His Kasumi was 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 uh, pretty good. His uh, his his goose was good. All right. <laughs> uh, he didn't pick a. Th- I didn't think he picked a third person. But oh, that that brings up another one. Me played like seven different characters in that top eight. Mm-hmm. So I I got to give him credit for that. Javi in the chat with the rocks. He'll look at him. Dude. Oh shit! Hold on. <laughs> but yeah, what was I saying? Yeah, he, he played like every time he played a different uh, person. He's like, yo, can we get blind? Uh, I think it's blind picks. Mm-hmm. And then bam, I see him playing another character, another character, another character, and I'm like, that's that's beyond impressive. That's like infiltration level of impressive. I wonder if yeah, he can play um, all the characters. Yeah, even if he can, I mean, if you can play all these characters, a counter pick. Sometimes a counter pick's not as strong. If you just, if you just jack of all trades, master of none. You know what gotcha. I mean? Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. That was, it was fun to watch. I don't know that much about Tekken, but I main a lot of characters now. Well, it <laughs> seems like you're throughout the entire weekend. Brian's like, "Oh, I main this person." Every time you see someone get bodied, he's like, "Oh, I main the other character now." Oh my gosh! Oh man, I don't know. That's that's been my one. I think the biggest reason why I don't actually put more time in Tekken is that there's no Android sixteen or Sagat that's like I have to play him. Shut up and let me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Well, it's also not Skullgirls. Oh, he's gonna cry. Now. Can we get? Take, we're gonna take a five minute break <laughs> on this spot. The first ever five minute break. Oh, it's okay, Brian. It's fine. Oh my goodness! I think they should let me commentate next year though. No, you definitely oh, not. Heck no. no, you'll be walk. You'll be escorted out of the the building. The entire twi- uh, Twitter feed wouldn't even be about the tournament. It'd be about the announcer. Yeah, just, just random announcer <laughs> named Brian De La Rosa saying the most obscene yeah. things about people's yeah, grandfathers. Man, yeah, I didn't say anything about hot dogs though. Yeah, <laughs> and Aris did. Yeah, Aris was saying some funny stuff, some weird stuff on them. Like, I don't even know how they're letting him say it. No, oh, but I can't say what I say. That's crazy. I, mm-hmm. I can say it now. Brian's like, what is he doing? Just taking a hot dog to the face? It, it, yeah. First of all, that's what something that's what Eris said. Something to that effect. <laughs> and I'm, I'm like, that that's okay? Like, oh, man. It's, yeah, it's a family show. But I can't show. say oh, he came in his dad with that one. All I right. can't say that. <laughs> nope. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Evo was... Evo, I'm, I watched a bit of... I think every game minus cross tag, uh, MK, at it was high level, but I just didn't care too much. Mm-hmm. Um, Smash, I also watched up until losers finals. 
Uh-huh. It, it, there were some people that, that were exciting. There was a Lucina player that basically made everybody eat ass. Um, <laughs> Did he end up like winning a, the tournament? No. Oh, that's um, unfortunate. Basically, it's the Smash version of Sonic Fox 1, like everybody thought he would. Is it not Zero anymore? It's someone else? It's Zero retired like Smash 4. He just uh, plays just to play. His name's MK Leo. He played the Joker and he won the tournament. He reversed oh. like six owed somebody basically. Oh my goodness! Were you playing with Anthony's main? Yeah, oh Anthony's main. I, I think haven't he learned the character. <laughs> Speaking of new characters, Brian, you got your hands on Hero over the weekend. Oh shit! See, I'm trying to get out of this whole I main Joker conversation. <laughs> <laughs> I played. Oh I played God. his. I played his Hero the Dragon Quest character in Smash. I only played against like the MP or the PC or the bots and the spear board thing. He's not really for me. He's really slow. Uh, I don't want to try to learn how to speed on Final Fantasy VII when I'm trying to play Smash with the menuing for his down B. Um, Kelsey will feel right at home, dude. I do like uh, managing his mana meter because if you're over there just overzealous with it and just trying to flame somebody and you get knocked off the level, if you don't have enough to, to do the wind one back up, you just have to fucking Hold that die L? there. Yeah. You say that now until I repeatedly just flag you over to the left until you have no more mana. But I can just... Uh, let me see. I'll be fine. I, I'm not going to play him. I think me playing him there was enough for me to realize it's just it's really not for me. Got it. Uh, he looked interesting. Every time I asked... They, he was, when um, Sakurai was... Sakurai? Mm-hmm. Is his name? Okay. We was showing mm-hmm. him off in that video. I'm like, he looks really cool. Like A lot of thought was put into designing how he plays. Yeah, play, uh, <clears throat> the, like his gameplay design is interesting, but it's just it's meh playing as it for me. It's not really it's not a big boy trying to slap you off the level with some grabs and it's not zoning. So it's like it's not Cineroar. Yeah, it's not Cineroar and it's not DDD, who's a mix of both things. I like. Got it. And apparently, I mean Zelda, according to a friend of mine, I was playing against. Oh, okay. That's new. But Anthony says I made Marth. No, I, so I, guess no, I, I don't. Okay. <laughs> Speaking of Marth, you kept playing Fire Emblem Three Houses. Oh, How was that? This guy's pretty good, dude. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Must be a joke, oh. I mean. Oh my god. <laughs> oh man. No, I mean, so far it's really good. Like, uh, you know, I confirmed who I thought the Flame Emperor was gonna be, and was he like uh, a, an elusive person until like a plot point came around, or? Now the. It just um, the the way that they played it, it made it seem like this is it's this is exactly who it's going to be. Okay. Um. And uh, uh, what do you call it? The um, they finally they finally came out and like you find out who it is, and gotcha. so you're like, okay, it's what I figured. And I I don't know if it's just because of the house that I'm playing. I think Bryant found out that because of the house that I'm playing, um. Uh, the plot kind of splits in a couple of different directions. Okay. And um, so I'm at a point now where I actually have three different saves uh, at certain points in the game because it like it comes up and it says explicitly your choice will drastically change the way the game po- uh, the way the story Unfolds. goes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so um, I'm wait. I'm doing my playthrough first and then i'm going to go back through and do see what the, the other, other options are yeah and see if it 
you know, it changes it up, and then I might have to play through a fourth time in a different house to see if it see what kind of stuff changes. If it's drastically different, that's that's really good because most of the time it's like, oh, this person just doesn't arrive, or usually minor things. But if it's say, if it's explicitly saying it drastically changes, I like to know what. Well, I how mean, big it is. So I guess when yeah, you, when I mean, you get to that, let let us know. I can imagine it's pretty big with the things that are going on with it. So I wouldn't be surprised if it if it is quite uh, quite a difference. Okay. Because it kind of swings the story one way or the other. You, you're not like... Is it like political things or... Yeah. Got it. Okay. So yeah, most likely then. That's cool. I don't have a, a cool transition. Dang it! <laughs> Tell what? I mean. Anything. He was talking about stuff. None, none of it. He didn't mention anything. I could do anything. So Brian, speaking of Evo, we did watch the first top eight, which was under night in birth. And then EXE late open bracket latest. ST no, closed bracket. Now I'm reading everything that's on there. Oh, okay. So silly. Uh, Can we, let me before you start, Brian. Um, people who make fighting games, anime, fighting games. These names are not cool. I don't like them. Stop it. Thank you. What? <laughs> these freaking names, dude. They. What is EXE colon space late open bracket ST Close bracket. That's the name of a game latest, for you, dude. dude. That's what it says. How am I going to tell Grandma Goodings I want to get the new Undernight in Birth? Don't get the expansion, Grandma. Get Undernight in Birth EXE colon late open Brent. No. Stop it. Yeah, it's trash. Saying. All right? Don't stop doing this. Because if you say that, then she like passes out from overload of information. Then you take her money and you buy it. It's not cool. <laughs> what, what happened to Infinite, you know? Or arcade oh, edition, all right? Turbo Super Honda. Toyota Honda. Yeah, edition. I'd rather Super have that. Honda, Suzuki, Suzuki Mitsubishi Subaru. Yeah, championship. EX don't go down under edition. Like, what's going on? Two. Hyper. Hyper's a cool one, dude. Hyper edition. Nah, fam. Late open bracket. St. Close bracket. <laughs> okay. The next one is CL like. The added so the more things. RL. Yeah, it's like clear now. Something like that. It ain't cool. I don't think it's cool. <laughs> Stop. Thank you. That's my PSA. Go ahead, Brian. So you played this alphabet. Yeah, it, in honor of a EVO weekend, they made some games. They discounted most, I think, every game that was at EVO, like the main games, and they made some of them free to play for the weekend. So I, I tried Uniel. Or this one's Uniest. The, for the original one is abbreviated Uniel. <laughs> yeah, Are you it. getting this, Kelsey? <laughs> <laughs> you jotting this down? Oh man! I don't make the names. I just I just say what they are. Um, I I really enjoyed playing this. Maybe it's because I came from playing Dragon Ball Fighters almost exclusively as a fighter for a while. It's very in terms of inputs. And combos that are fairly simple it, to the point where it's kind of dumbed down my execution. Okay. I, I, I joined this game. Visually, it's pretty. I listen to the music for a bit. It's pretty. You're pretty. There's, oh, shit. It's going to make me nut. <laughs> okay. <laughs> supposed to be a um, teen-friendly stream. It's not. The, Let's be honest with ourselves here. There's a lot of subsystems in the game that 
makes it very complex. There's like there's your meter, there's a grid system, which I don't really understand completely, but it makes the game feel like tug of war while you're fighting. Like a um, rubber banding effect? They freeze? There's, there's a, okay. No, I just I don't know what the hell you're trying me to say. Frozen thought. <laughs> like he, it, it, the thing just you know look like Mar- Mario is it like frozen. Mario Kart? Like when you get too far away, it speeds your car up. No, it's no, it's nothing like. Okay. No, it's nothing like that. You're basically <laughs> either trying to you're moving. I think uh, gives you grid points. The system's called grid, and I think charging up energy, which is a special button you use charges up basically like a key charge i think moving forward attacking maybe even blocking gives you grid points and i think every 15 seconds in the match whoever has more points gets a buff so it makes you it kind of incentivizes just doing something Uh like instead of just being passive and just sitting there doing something to try to get this buff that can i guess make or break there's some system called Vorpal. Vorpal <laughs> <laughs> uh, is like veil, veil off. That works kind of like uh, it works kind of like I guess Roman cancels from Guilty Gear, where you can press it and you can you stop doing whatever you're doing and continue whatever you're trying to do. Mm-hmm. Um, you can charge some moves like heavies. They do they'll change the attributes of a move. If you do a motion for a move and you press the heavy, it's like an EX, and I think you spin bar. There's, there's, a, there's a lot of like subsystems that are, there's like push block with meter though, like Guilty Gear. There's so many systems in the game that I guess it's in, it can be intimidating if you're like, oh, this game's pretty. Let me be, let it be my first fighter, and then you're just like, what the hell's going on? Why is this anime lady with huge fucking arms just grappling me to death? <laughs> Related to but Android yeah. sixteen. Yeah, this game, it feels really well done. Like, it feels really polished and optimized in terms of gameplay. The combos, are, I, I was doing the missions or trials to learn a character that can... I'll get into that actually first. The character design for each character, nobody feels the same. That's good. Everybody feels... I would Just like the Guilty Gear games, everybody feels like their own thing. Like, there's no overlapping characters like five Gokus in the same fighting game. There's a... You mean seven? <laughs> Is this yeah, top systems? It's French bread. Remember we saw it? It was the first top eight we saw with yeah, yeah, yeah. the anime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah, Seth. Yeah, yes, yeah, you mean. I think Arc Systems maybe published it. I could I'm, think I'm wrong there. But yeah, the characters, this character archetypes that fit anybody. There's like, there's like that emo kid with daggers that can teleport and do basically hate energy. There's a... There's a girl with, I think, headphones on. She uses, like, a spirit snake thing as a whip, and that's her weapon. There's a kid who has spider arms on his back, and he does very deceptive movements and tries to keep his prey in the webs. There's a character that I was playing as named Chaos who has, like, a summon. So you fight with yourself, and it's kind of like a puppet character where you're playing as yourself and another entity, and you're basically fighting with both. An update on the um, um, developer and publisher, Arc Systems, published and actually work on it as well, okay. alongside French Bread and Ecole Software. I'm trying to think, anything. there's a little, there's a little girl named Mika who has big robot arms and is a grappler. So there's, there's like a maid, there's a maid who has basically a persona. There's, there's so many different characters that, if you saw them, like you would, you wouldn't mistake them for somebody else you're like is that evil or is he regular or you know is everyone's their own thing 
Unique is probably yeah. what you're looking for? Yeah, Unique. I played... I tried each character a little bit, and most of them were fun. It wasn't like, oh, fuck everybody but this character. <laughs> um, the, okay. the combos, because they require effort, I don't know, they're really, they're really satisfying to look at, but they're just as fun to execute. Mm. Overall, yeah, overall, I just really enjoyed the game. I If it was a little cheaper, like if the sale was more drastic, uh-huh. I probably would have bought it. My only reason why I'm not buying it at the current price is because since it's one of those niche anime games, I don't know how how big the fan base is or how big the player base is. It seems like I've been hearing that uh, it's got a resurgence after everybody seeing how fun it was at EVO. So maybe more people will be playing it, and especially since they announced another version for the game that might incentivize people buying and growing the player base, so maybe I'll get it. What's the name of the one that they're releasing, Brian? Undernight Inbirth EXE Clear or something like that. Okay, no um, symbols in between letters? No, there is. It's like, okay, it's Undernight Inbirth, and then I think it's brackets again, then CL, and then like a tilde, and then R. And then it closes the bracket. <sighs> <laughs> oh, it's just a dash. It's not a, a tilde. Okay. Did you get to play online with it at all, or does it support online? Yeah, I played, with, uh, played against Johan. How was how was the the, it, net, the network? Netplay, it was. Netplay. The net, net code, code is fine. Sorry, that's what maybe it's because we're in the same in the same uh, state. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's why it was so good. I didn't play against anybody else, but it, it felt it felt like it was like offline. Okay. And then Kelsey just ruined my transition because I set you up for that, and he's not even there. So that's great. I was gonna say, speaking of online, tell us about Black Desert Online. Oh, shit. I'm like six steps ahead of the world. Uh, Randall, since you're, it seems like you're ordering something from Amazon, tell us about Drake Care Package. Um, The songs that I have on there, I felt were the best songs that I like. So Dreams Money Can Buy, The Motion, Trust Issues, 5 a.m. in Toronto, and Paris Morton Music. You're missing two very essential songs on that list, Randall. Mm-hmm. Which one? And it's how about now no. and days in the east i didn't like how about now i mean You're i a bum i wouldn't <laughs> say i didn't like it it just wasn't like it wasn't in my top list i, I say that and what was the other one days in the east i don't remember how that one goes that's crazy that's crazy. yeah you don't remember it what she didn't make tea for him then yeah dude oh the er- got- erica badu um when he said erica badu Badu made T for him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. Since I was the boy, the I was boy. the boy already. Oh, that's not that. Those two are like already. Yeah. You should go back and listen to the content in those songs, because he's saying stuff, dude. He's saying <laughs> stuff. That's cool. Yeah. Like the thing is, it uh, that's that's like a package, like a bunch of singles he used to he released a long time ago, and then he just put it out in one album and called the care package that's why we're telling you about these two specifically because they he he dropped those singles a while back like back when i was still working at carly years that's how old how about now is well that one i know about because i've even heard a remix to it oh okay oh and then same with days in the east i think we got picked turtle following us thank you for the follow let's get rocks in the chat forever immortalized in this episode um, 
Yeah, I guess he's not back, so there's that. But my favorite song was uh, 5. 5 a.m. I mean, you put five stars on it. I don't know how many out of how many stars, but you put five stars. Did I kill okay. about 5 a.m. in Toronto? There's two of them with time time zones and places, and I'm trying to remember which one I didn't give a shit about. Mm. I like that one. It was it, it was it that definitely one. has that eighties eighties feel. I gotta listen to the rest of it. I like I like all I did when it came out on Friday was just add how about now and days and east to my library, and I haven't listened to the rest of it. So I think I think I've heard the motion before, but and yeah, trust issues. Heard the motion. The only ones that I that I was like. Yes, I need to add these. Or dreams, money can buy the motion, and then obviously, oh, I think I'm ugly. Oh, well, there go five. <laughs> how about now? Days in the East and 4 p.m. in Calabasas. I didn't care too much about 5 a.m. I don't think it aged well for me. Okay. But 4 p.m. Calabasas, even though there's like a Diddy diss in there, mm-hmm. it felt like a, like a Diddy bop, like the old shit. It might have been on purpose. I mean, yeah, probably. Perhaps. I mean, he's maniacal that way, you know? What'd you say, Brian, about the uh, net code and uh, under whatever? You liked it? Cool. Speaking of online, Kelsey, tell us about Black Desert Online. <laughs> if you were here like 20 minutes ago, that transition would have worked flawlessly. <laughs> but you got up yeah, and left. Sorry. Uh, we got a uh, an email from the inspector for the house that we moved into yeah, uh, saying that we hadn't paid our balance and we're over 90 days past due and we're like uh, uh that's incorrect okay so and i um i took a shower when i got home from work and i put on different pants and i apparently didn't have my phone on me and so i was uh shannon comes in and was you know yelling at me because i never answer the phone whenever she calls <laughs> <laughs> i wonder and, uh, why and uh She's like, did did you pay him? And I was like, I pulled up my Venmo and I was like, I'm pretty sure I did. And I found the picture and he was like, congrats on the house. And I was like, okay, I did pay him. <laughs> um, but Black Desert Online, I mean, it's really cool. I'm There's a shit ton of stuff to do in this game and there is a lot to learn. So the question um, is, is it stuff you want to do? Or is it like Dungeon Fighter where it's like, beat this level, now beat this level harder, now beat this level harder still? Um, I mean, I think it's a lot of fun. Like you, it's basically kind of just, you know, run around and you do tedious quests and chores like you do in M- any. Yeah, MMO. that comes with the territory. I, I know there's yeah. going to be like errands and stuff, but. But there's like, uh, they make it so that you can grind through the beginning and get to the end game almost immediately. You know? Oh, that's I mean, good. I started, oh. I started two days ago and I'm already level 50 and i really haven't been playing that much uh what the the so they they have this new stuff out where i don't know if it's new but it was you know i have these tickets that i was able to buy through that that you get like loyalty points um for like one of the first quests okay and you get a hundred of them and you can buy 52 or 53 tickets that give 530 percent combat and skill xp for oh an hour. Alright. I've only used three of them and I didn't start using them until level twenty. And I got to level twenty in a couple of hours. Um the the gear stuff doesn't have level requirements. So once you get one character up there, you can buy a gear set for your other characters. And just apply like, it? And yeah, that's like end game stuff. And so you could just really like cruise through beating the snot out of everything. 
I like that. Um, so if you don't want to go through all the the grinding and stuff, or like the story stuff, you can just run right through it. Mm-hmm. I was not worried about all of this. All I did, <laughs> when, I, all I did when I played was literally, <laughs> I think Javi and I spawned in different areas, so we found each other once and it did the missions on our own, and somehow I ended up buying a bunch of houses, and I started fishing for like seven hours. And that's yeah. all I did. So oh they, they have a it's a lot like RuneScape in the sense that there's a lot of um, uh, secondary trades that you can do, like fishing, hunting, gathering, farming. Uh, hang on. I, I think like I think it's considered real estate, but I just kept buying buildings and putting shit in it. So the buying the buildings just gives you storage in those towns. So that you can, because um, you can store, you can store everything uh, in like the, you have like a storage center in each of the towns, and then you have your own storage center in the houses that you buy in the towns. Um, and you don't have like instant access to it, I don't believe. I think you have to like, if you wanted it to transfer from one town to the next, you had to actually, you have to actually tell it, hey, I want you to deliver this, and then it takes a little while for it to get here. Um, it, there's there's a ton of stuff to do like it's i'm definitely having a lot of fun with it i think my biggest the biggest thing that i like about it is it's not like world of warcraft where you're just like or or most mmos where you just you run around you target something you press a skill you press another skill you do some basic attacks without like actually doing anything you press another skill and and you just repeat this one you actually have like combos like you actually get to input different button presses to do different things and you know if they link together it'll keep going if they don't link together your character will stop there and just be like bro are you gonna do something <laughs> like come on you know because there's been tons of times where because i'm playing a mystic who is like a uh she's like a um a fist fighter and so she uses just basically her fists for everything Okay. And she's very tanky, very, you know, uh, defensive with a lot of AoE. Um, and there's a couple of combos that if you if you don't... If, depending on if you're pressing, like, forward or backwards, she'll start doing different punches. And then if you're, like, you know, sometimes I catch myself, like, holding the forward button and then trying to do a combo. And then she'll, like, sit there like this because she, like, goes in with the elbow. Uh -huh. And I'm like, oh, come on, come on. Uh, fuck you know and then i have to like stop and do something and like press another button or, in order to get her to actually do stuff um their currency system is super interesting like it's uh everything is in the millions literally everything like you you trade gold bars for like hundreds of thousands of, and millions of silver so the, the economy is like the baseline is hundreds of thousands like thousands uh, so in order to buy a really nice set of gear, yeah, is four hundred million silver. In order to buy a really nice weapon, four hundred million silver. <laughs> what okay? the heck? That's weird. But I'm I've only been playing for two days, and I have like seventy five million silver. Okay? Oh, okay, so they're very generous with it. Pretty much, like a lot of the stuff you just you sell on the market, like everything sells for more on the market. You have some shit gear, sell it on the market for twenty five thousand silver. Like and everybody's will buy looking, it. To, yeah, because people are like trying to buy you know different gear for different characters so that they can you know start leveling them up without having to go through the quests to get it and it taking longer. 
Gotcha. Uh, some of the lower level stuff, most people probably won't buy, especially if they've been playing the game for a while. Uh -huh. um, but, you know, like, I, I, you can auto-fish. And so you just, like, you sit there, you, you, <laughs> you fish... You sit. You stand there at the water, and you you tell it to cast the line. Okay. And then, uh, after a minute or so, uh, a picture of a fish will come up and say, "Hey, you got a bite." If you do nothing for three minutes, it'll just capture the fish for you, and then fish again. So you can just have it running. Like yeah. you can just, hey, I gotta go to work. Leave this guy fishing. Come yeah. back with like thirty and, fishes. Yeah. So okay. and like you you have um. You but have I'm not liking a... any of this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's the I think that's the only one that you can auto because all the other ones I think are pretty active. Like you have gathering, fishing, hunting, cooking, alchemy, processing, training, trade, farming, and sailing. Well, that's a lot right? of jobs. I mean, there's a lot of different things that you can do. Yeah. Um, you don't have to do any of them if you don't want to. Fishing has been great because you can, because I've like I've you have a chance to get. Uh, really good fish because fish is fish is used for cooking and a couple of other things and you can trade them at the market for like several thousands there's a fish that's apparently worth five million silver wow uh, my buddy was telling me about but i have he hasn't seen it and he's been doing this for a while and i've obviously never seen it you sure uh, i'm sure by tomorrow it. you'll find it you'll happen to run across it <laughs> so there's also these like when you're fishing you can get there's a chance to get like random things like uh i found a uh conch shell um that was worth two and a half million silver okay because okay. of because of what it did i found a whole bunch of these little fragments that were worth a mil and a half you know so i was able just to sell those and then like i haven't bought any gear yet because i haven't um obviously haven't gotten enough money to like buy a really nice set gotcha <laughs> uh and so i'm just holding on to it the other thing is is that it's all done through like an auction not like an auction house but like a a preset price um, market, so to help prevent people from just inflating the fuck out of items <laughs> okay. or or selling them for virtually nothing. Like there's a span between how much you can sell things for, but it's all preset based on the uh, the number of things that are already up there and uh, the price that, at which people are buying it for. So okay. you can. And, and and you can like whenever you hover over an item, it'll tell you what the market price is. So if you find something and you're like, "What the fuck is this?" and then it says it's worth five million silver, go to the fucking market and put it up there <laughs> and you, get some money. Yeah, this is like real life stock exchange tips. <laughs> These are life tips. I hope everyone's writing this down. Um, and then the other really cool thing is, well, sort of cool, sort of not. I think it's what helps really like keep the game from being like bloated. Okay. You can't give people items or money. Like you just you are your own person. Everything you find is yours unless you're like buying and selling it on the auction house or from vendors. Okay. And it I think it really helps prevent people from just being like just, just cheesing over, it. Yeah. Got it. You know, like I mean you can cheese your own characters. Like you can you know, but I mean, but you've earned it because you can buy a gear for him and then just give it to that character. But if someone who just started has done nothing on the game, you're not going to give him a free pass. Is what they're trying yeah. to do. You know, and there is technically a way to do it. If, uh, -oh. uh, but it would cost a lot of money for whoever is like trying to transfer money to that person. Uh -huh. Um, you know, but 
it's one of those things that is if you really really wanted to spend the time you could have the person uh get get on buy an item uh, or do some stuff and get an item put it up on the market for max price for whatever that item's value is and then go and buy another item at, at a similar um price and then set that at the max and then have the person that you're trying to transfer the money from continuously just buy it at max price because nobody else is going to do it oh There's so heavy... they, so each item has so you can't you really can't cheese it then because each max each item has its own max price you can set yeah Got that's it. what helps with the inflation there's a max price and a min price that you can set and then people just sell like they can put in orders so say you wanted to buy like uh, a very specific weapon i mean there's tons of them up there on the market and there's a range at which they people have listed them that you can go ahead and buy it but you can also say i really don't want to spend more than x you amount know, it, yeah so say if it's like a five hundred thousand dollar five hundred thousand uh silver weapon and the range is between 550 and 450. You could you could put up there that you have an order in for 450,000. And if somebody is just like, look, I really just need some quick cash. I've got this. There's a guy that's looking for it at 450. Yeah, I'm undercutting myself by 50 grand, but I want I just need the money, you know. Yeah. Then they could just click on it and sell it directly to that person. He's got and a drug addiction and he just needs the cash. Yeah, you know. Okay. And so it it's it's actually a really cool system. Um, and then once you hit level 56 or 57, you awaken your character to, you get like a, yeah, Sorry. you get like a different, you do get a different weapon, uh, <laughs> that you get to start doing stuff with. And then you like change up your skills and all this, all this stuff. Like it, the, the system's actually really cool. So, so then how's, okay. I guess my question is how's like the moment to moment, like, uh, if you're playing with with people i guess is there like co-op lobbies or is it just meet each other like brian says in the wild and is there instances or like what's uh i think I, you can party up you can party up okay. i think there are instances mm -hmm. uh depending on like you know how you're running around they have a ton of servers that you can choose from like uh there's like I don't know, probably 25 different servers that you can choose from. So if you if there's like a really busy server or if you joined a PVP server and you don't want to deal with it, you can just you can um, switch to a different server. Um, I think in order to play with your friend in a party, you have to be in the same server. Okay. And I'm pretty sure everybody just kind of runs around outside. And if you happen to run into people, you happen to run into people. Got it. Um, I think part of I think some of it is instanced so that you're not just like you don't have like a ton of people that are doing the same quest have and you know taking all the kills and things. Okay. This one thing I didn't like about the game is that so anytime there's a game with character creation, I always make one of as many classes as I can for each slot that I have. <laughs> and then I came back to the game. I was going to play when it was a free weekend with more people. Like, yo, this character looks ugly now. Let me delete him and make another one. I think it takes 24 oh. hours before the character can be deleted and make another it does. one. Wait, you said it was a free weekend? I thought it was free to play. No, the game it's... itself is 10 bucks, I think. It is. But oh. it's it's not sub-based. It's buy and you own it. For $10? Yeah. Yeah. No, that's not bad. Because they, well, they, what they do is they have um, a lot of uh, in-game purchasing like you, uh, you know, right, like right, right. stuff you can uh buy in game like in game currency and stuff 
Yeah. What the game felt like to me when I played it a while ago is basically a non-instance-based or instance-centric Vindictus. Where, like, it's it's really pretty. You're, the combat's actually about doing inputs instead of, all right, make sure your, your three isn't on cooldown and then you go from three to four. And then, like, that, just, like, the seven layers of fucking skills that you loop through constantly, constantly until something dies. Uh-huh. It, it felt like I was actually, like, fighting things. I remember Maybe playing Vindictus with Ryan a long time ago, and that was fun to play because it was very action-oriented and mm-hmm. real-time action anyway. Is that how this plays in? Better or worse than Vindictus? Combat-wise, I still like Vindictus more, but mm. this one is... This one, it's not like like the Wilds or the Final Fantasies. It feels more... It, it's, a, it's right in the middle of like full-action RPG and then like that kind of combat. At okay. least to me, that's what it felt like. Maybe it's different. I didn't play as a caster. I played as I think the class is has like a sword and a bow. I think that's what I was playing as. I don't know what it's called. But uh, I enjoyed the game. I need to go back into it. I don't know if I'll. I'm gonna join you at some point, Kelsey. It's just that a bunch of games are releasing DLC that I want to try <laughs> this week. So I just I'm just gonna have to play Janimba. That's <laughs> right. Janimba came out this week. No, it hasn't come out yet. I said it comes out this week. He said it came out. He said come. You would hear come, wouldn't you, Randall? Fucking pervert. <laughs> when you said it, I'm like, I hope you regret it because I would if I were you. <laughs> but thank you for backing me up. Oh, man. And I think that's it for things we've done for the week or played for the week. I guess we're going to run through the news stuff real quick. A lot of it's announcements for announcements. but um, Pretty much. <laughs> yeah, we talked about the DLC for Smash Brothers. Um, Gamescom, there's going to be a, a conference for Gamescoms this year. Uh, hosted by Jeff Keighley. I forgot the date. Dang it. Is it August 19th? Is that is it? That just a Stadia thing. August 19th is that, yeah. It's hosting a live showcase. Yeah, Jeff Keighley will be hosting a live showcase August 19th at... Uh-oh. Uh-oh. 11 a.m. Eastern at Gamescom. Uh Oh, wow. Let me... Okay, let me... before Yeah, so let me get to this news. Javi just reminded me of something. If you didn't um, get far in it, then you're still going to talk about it? I mean, I'm just going to give my... Anyway, live... August 19th, 11 Eastern. Um, he says there's going to be a bunch of uh, world premieres. Uh, there's also a bunch of, like, here we go. The full list of publishers on Keeley's show includes 2K, Activision, Bandai Namco Entertainment, Bungie, Capcom, EA, Epic Games, Google Stadia, Deep Silver, Private Division, Sega, Square Enix, Sony, THQ Nordic, Ubisoft, and Xbox. Apparently, they're going to be during this showcase, so... Sony might be showing Ghost of Tsushima, uh, maybe Last of Us. Uh, Bungie's probably going to be showing off stuff for Destiny, unless they have a new game coming up. Capcom, please do something. When is this? August 19th. At 11. We're going to be at work. So you got to stream it from work. At 11 a.m. going to do. All Capcom's going to do. What day does that fall off? I'm pretty sure it's on, like, on Thursday. Hold on. August 19th. Monday. Monday. <sighs> Yeah, I miss a day. <laughs> it was a Friday. Yeah, I'm taking off. Yeah. All they're gonna do, Capcom, so you're gonna announce, hey, 
Resident Evil DLC or Monster Hunter DLC. I'm thinking or it's Monster Hunter Chen stuff. Chen gets a new costume. Okay. And that's all that's going to happen. Bandai Namco? No MVC? No. They're going to announce a new Goku? It's just that well, Capcom they, is working on it, but I wouldn't be surprised if Chun Li gets a Goku costume. The thing is, there's that Keely saying the 15 publishers will be making world premiere announcements. So it's stuff that that's not out in the public. I'm not saying that it's not going to be mon- more Monster Hunter DLC, but I think it could be something else. Like Capcom could be like announcing another, another MVC. game. Okay, Randall, I don't know, I, but I'm saying it's that's possible. Happen. You know, he um, said world premiere, right? Yeah, I'm, it's so possible. Brian's just not going to hold his breath. Yeah. That's all Brian's saying. Wait, what? Mar- world premiere doesn't mean what? It, world premiere doesn't mean Marvel from them. They have other IPs, is what you're trying to say. Like what? A lot, like Ghosts and Goblins, yeah, I mean, uh, Streets of Rage. Back, like they've Since they've been bringing Resident Evil back correctly, they have plenty of other IPs they can do that with. Oni Musha, they have fucking more Resident Evil games. They have... Darkstalkers? Uh, Okami, Darkstalkers isn't a thing because they don't respect their fighting game community anymore. Um, they have they have plenty of single non fighting game, non fighting games that they can resell with a filter on it or whatever and make money off of it. If if mm, that's not really a call, if they're gonna announce anything for Marvel, it's gonna be next year once Dragon Ball's dying down a bit. So after their world tour, somewhere after that, Marvel, because I don't think they're gonna be able to compete with. Dragon Ball, especially since they let us down in Marvel Infinite. By letting it die, I mean the game was fun. 2K is going to be there. Activision probably to show off more uh, Modern Warfare. Um, Ubisoft you guys probably not to have show phones? off. Fuck that comedy. Do you think Blizzard will be on there? I doubt it. Activision is. Uh... Yeah, but usually when it's when. Like most of, I don't know, Blizzard usually does their Blizzard announcement at BlizzCon. Like they don't usually don't go on these other stages for that. Like they usually do it at their at their conference. Like like uh like I think BlizzCon is theirs, right? I doubt they're gonna get on Gamescom. I think Activision is gonna be like the the Call of Duties, the Death. I don't know. We'll see. That's the last thing I want to hear. Some guy go up there on Gamescom asking if I have a phone. The heck? Xbox going to be on there. Hopefully, maybe some more Halo, perhaps. I, I think they're didn't... supposed to be announcing the next one. I, I mean, they already showed to... that cutscene. Hopefully, they have more. Go ahead, Brian. I just need them to... Are you going to shoot... Kind of a bet. No, it's a good example. What Bethesda did with Fallout 4 when they shut the hell up until they had the whole game done. Yeah. That that needs to be the standard. Hey Halo, this is cutscene. That's not the game coming with Xbox that we just showed people talking about and not showing running or er, <laughs> running. Just shut the hell up. When it's done, then you show me. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> it's it's not a common practice though. They're gonna be showing off uh, Death Stranding. Can't Hold wait on. to do that, Fox. Yeah, guests including game director Hideo Kojima who will present a new look at Death Stranding. There you go, Randall. We get to see more of something. They said Bandai Namco. Yeah. They said Bandai Namco's there. Yeah, Bandai Namco's gonna be up there. Hopefully, they'll announce something. Tekken Cross Street Fighter. So there's a there's a rumor. <laughs> uh, I already said this before. There's a rumor that uh, the people that makes Undernight, um, French Bread, is a yeah. rumor that they're working on a new JoJo fighting game. Uh huh. Anything they're gonna announce here? Guys, 
And now you guys told me that Arxis also helped them make Undernight. Yeah. So that means Arxis and French Bread together are going to be working on a JoJo fighting game 2D. <laughs> Nano bullshit battle arena. Hey, my hero academia. Kill a kill bullshit. Leave that with Jump Force in the dead pile. I'm talking about an actual thriving <laughs> fighting game. In the dead pile. Okay. Yeah, but we'll see. I mean, besides speculation, we really don't have much to go on with that news. Um, Stadia is going to be on, I think, what is it? I don't know, on, on, the, on the same day. Just like an hour before that starts. Yeah, so same day, an hour before, so at 10 a.m. No, I'm a liar. Tune in at 10 a.m. Pacific, so it's 1 Eastern, sorry. Yeah, one Eastern studio will go up and show more games. That's nothing. I mean, what we don't know. We can just speculate at this point. Uh, at Evo, they announced Guilty Gear tw- not twenty twenty. Guilty Gear is coming out in twenty twenty, and King of Fighters fifteen. Blaze Blue uh, at Evo as well. More DLC was announced. Um, Kelsey, you put on here some trailers for games. A N N O Anno Mutant Anum Mutanium. Randall, I think you would like this uh, art style a lot. Did you say uh, Guilty Gear already? Yeah. I saw, did I mean, you watch the trailer? Yeah, I saw it. It looks really cool. If you can jump already. between like platforms like that, it looks very like cinematic. It's not. It's a, like, made by Chinese developers. It's like cyberpunk action RPG. It looks really cool. It looks really cool. It looks I really, really like dope. Which, when, did this which, come, when does this come out? I don't know. They just announced which? it. Anno Mutan- Mutant Mutagenium? Like oh, I clicked it. It's dope. Watch you can see, like you can walk through the streets, fly, and have conversations, and then the action is like side scrolling. You can this dash. PC? No, it's on Bef- PS4. Before I before I watch this, I just want to say that I don't know how guilt their arc systems makes their games prettier and fucking prettier every iteration. Like that. Yeah, the trailer for Guilty Gear to, uh, the the new one looks even better than the first Guilty Gear. The two things they do really well is they do high, like the feeling of high octane, like everything's on the line when you're fighting. Arxis does a really good job with that. You can see in Dragon Ball Fighters where it feels like the anime. And Guilty Gear always with the soundtrack and the pace of the game. It just always feels like if you don't hit this button right now, your family dies. Yeah. <laughs> um, and out of the three characters that they showed, I mean the black guy at the end. Okay. Um... The Oriental Exorcist I saw in there. It looks like a side-scrolling uh, action RPG, which looks really cool. It takes place in like a... I don't even know when it takes place, but it, it looks really good. It's dark and gloomy, but you play a guy with like a sword. It looks really cool. And then today, right before we went live, uh, Disney announced a bundle for their streaming services. You can get Disney+, Plus, ESPN+, Plus, and Hulu for $13 a month. Really? Which I thought was really cool. Yeah, they just announced it. But they bundled it all up. You said thirteen or thirty? Twelve. Yeah, thirteen. It's like twelve ninety nine. So it saves you five bucks if you were to subscribe to all those in the separately. When is it available? Like November, right? Uh yeah, Disney Plus launches on November twelfth. So that's probably m- maybe when the bundle will go live. That's a really good deal for those yes. who are cutting the cord. You get sports, all the Disney movies and TV shows and Hulu, which already comes with a bunch of shows, and yes, like that's really cool. Um, oh, Javi, so he's asking if I started watching JoJo. I did start watching JoJo because I'm like, hmm, 
Now, I, I, what can I watch that's short? Oh, anime. They're 20 minutes long. If you skip the <laughs> intro, the long extra, everything. They're like 20 minutes long. Uh, so I watched the first two or three episodes. Uh, the art style is definitely striking. It's it's very vibrant. Uh, even when the dark scenes, they they it looks it's very interesting to look at. Uh, I'm watching a dub so far, and I I'm okay with the dub. So for which one, Anthony? No. For the first season of JoJo. No. You mean his English um, voiceover? Yeah, I mean there's Japanese no. there's Japanese available. But it, it, they played on uh, in English. And I'm like, oh, it's fine. But anyway, um. The, like the first two or three episodes, it's, I guess the the upbringing of the two main characters. I, I guess it's gonna be the two main characters. It's a uh, JoJo, obviously Jonathan. Taylor I, Thomas. I forgot his last name. Jonas. Joestar. Oh, Joe Star. Jonas. <laughs> and uh, Dio. Yeah, whatever. All you need to know is JoJo and Dio. Uh, JoJo was raised by, I guess, a quick story i guess for the first two episodes raised by a rich uh i guess wealthy uh, family while dio was not uh dio's father ended up saving his uh jojo's go ahead i don't i don't mean to cut you off but i was interested in the art style since since uh your your first statement about how vibrant it was yeah so i google jojo Mm, that's not for you randall it's it's and (laughs) this is what i see I don't know what that is. I haven't gotten there, but it looks like JoJo's getting a fistful of something in his mouth, like a fit, like someone's punching him in his mouth, literally. Oh, he's getting fisted. Technically, but it, like an aggressive, like someone's, like they were fighting. <laughs> but yeah, the character designs are very. Wait, um, why did you say it's not for me? Oh, because the, from the images I've seen, there's very, there's very, uh, I guess flamboyant would be the the name in terms of character design. So you mean they have body parts flowing around? No, no, it's no, just it's... very metrosexual, basically. Yeah, that would. I guess. Oh. I... Well, that wouldn't bother me. Okay, then you'll be fine. Never mind. I'll take that back. He says. Right, I'm waiting for him to start it's... and be like, "Y'all, I got like six episodes, and I can't do this." Yeah. <laughs> he, says he says that there's a specific episode that I, I want to see. I want to watch next to him. Oh, okay. Oh. Boy. <laughs> uh, but so far, like, talk about the things I like is making. Uh, making. They did a fantastic job of me hating Dio with all the fibers in my being. <laughs> I don't want to spoil it. One the reason, but the first two episodes gives tells you where, like, it shows you where these two characters are coming from, what their uh, motivations are, uh, what they will do to do. I guess what all they will do to accomplish what they're set out to do. But yeah, so far, again, only three episodes in. I, I met the two characters and I saw some, what the mask does. Which, if you guys know it, I guess if you have seen it, you understand. But so far, so good. It's only been three episodes, so I can't really speak much on it. So once I finish the season or get like more than halfway, I'll have more to talk about it. But so far, it's okay. It's very anime. That's why I like. The characters look like uh, Fisted and No Star characters. I've never seen that anime. So I, I, you guys, have you guys seen that Fisted and North Star? I've seen yeah. clips. I've seen where the whole Nani meme came from. Oh, okay. <laughs> And does the this obnoxiously loud laser sound, and then this guy's body explodes, <laughs> and that's and that's basically what it is like fighting. Was named Kenshiro, the main character. Yeah. So far, so cool. Let me. So good. So cool. It looks good. I mean, I'm sure the Japanese voiceovers sound better. Sound 
probably better. It's just I when I I just don't want to if I if there's dub I just watch it because I don't want to read and look. I just don't want to read. Like show me and, and like like I want to hear the the voices. I want to like see the animations without having to move my eyes quick like speed read and then. I don't know. I just enjoy it. I don't need the sub unless I need subtitles. I don't need it if there's dub. You know? The sub voice the, the or the, the the I got five minutes into the first episode. Like no. I was okay. told the the dub voice was bad, and then I was like, let me you know let me give it a shot. The dub voice no. in most of them are are terrible. Okay. Well, I mean, I could tolerate it. Um, but yeah, Dio within the first episode was like on site. If I see this guy, if I see someone cosplaying as him in MegaCon, dude, I'm gonna fight him. <laughs> like there's who would get behind this character right now dude jojo three episodes in i don't know who would like you're do... not even listening to it in the subversion that's how he says jojo no matter where he is he just goes jojo <laughs> <laughs> that sounds funny um but yeah i mean i'm gonna keep watching it it's it started off very anime i'm sure it's gonna continue to be very anime you know uh that's all we got guys any That's moves? it. That's it. This move. I'm gonna see what else. comes out. Yeah, I was gonna go through what's releasing. I didn't see any games coming out, but if there's DLC that's coming out, let us know. August eighth, you said. Yeah. For Janimba. Anything else coming out this week? For game uh, DLC that you guys know? I mean, early this week already. E Honda, Lucia, Poison came out for Street Fighter Five. I installed the game. Haven't played it yet. We'll see if I play it sometime this week. I don't know. Gotcha. Uh, this New update for think... Hades came out too. This week as well? Oh, yeah. For the movies, uh, we have The Kitchen. That's like looks cool. It looks like it's three mob women taking over Hell's Kitchen. Uh, the rest of these, I have no idea. So, uh, For games, not really anything that I saw in there that I can speak on. And then for music this week... Wow. Mm-hmm. Electric Youth, Half Alive. Wow. Is that please tell me that's not an I? It's an L, right? Marlka Heckman Hackman <laughs> Rara Riot Rick Ross drops his album Slipknot 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 not Slipknot with a space Slipknot strung hot strung out the regrets Tori Kelly and Y. That's the name of my band. That's yours. Yeah, Y. Okay, cause I'm asking. Anyway. With that terrible joke, this ends ADLR Podcast episode 58. The best name for a band is Blah Blah Blah. Is it what? What? Blah Blah Blah. Blah Blah Blah? Yeah. Do you mean sex Blah Blah Blah? Yeah. He doesn't even know it, dude. He doesn't even know it. I'm like, what are you talking? What's Blah Blah? I'm I'm thinking, are they jazz? Like, what? who is that? He's such a Gideon. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, good. If you want to support Gideon and, and all his uh, antics, you can go to patreon.com slash ADLR plays or go to extra life to ADLR plays.com if you want to support. Not support, if you want to donate to Extra Life Charity. My proceeds go to the Arnold Palmer Hospital for Children. And as always, you can go to topics to ADLR plays.com if you want to suggest a topic for us to talk about in future episodes. Oh, wow. Why am I ending it so early? I guess I'm done with the housekeeping, but uh, what are you guys doing this week? No, it don't matter. I feel like we kind of just 
I feel like I was—I was gonna say I feel like something was missing, and then I realized that he was just like, you know what? Fuck you guys. Yeah, I'm getting money. You guys get no support. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking guy, look at him smiling like he listens to watches JoJo dubbed on. The I hell? do. The heck, <laughs> Randall. So what are you doing this week? This week. Just working on your side gigs. Work. Um, regular work and side gig work. And, uh, I don't think and I have that much side gig work to do. So um, I'm planning to work on some stuff. I think I want to work on... Oh, by the way, I finished the list. Okay. So I can pass that on to you. I think, yeah, I think I'm going to work on the animations for the app. But then... Pass those on to you. Okay. Which I can probably get done in a day. Oh, and, wow. Weird flex, but okay. Um, got him. Brian's like, yo, why is he so ahead of this time? Go ahead. I don't know. I got depression. <laughs> <laughs> that video is beyond silly. Go ahead. Um, work on something. Something for me. Okay. I don't know what, which is why I'm trying to get this app done so that it can make the decision for me. Uh, yeah, Randall, that's, yeah, okay. Everybody works differently, man. Sure, that's what you would tell yourself. Anyway, Okay. Kelsey, what you doing this week? Uh, uh, let's see, I don't know that I'm actually doing anything special this week. Uh, we got some people coming to fix the house. Um. I told you guys about the design oversight that they have here, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is keeping yeah. the floor. Yeah, yeah. So they're uh, they're they're coming back to uh, fix it this week, <clears throat> and then we have a uh, an inspector. They're coming tomorrow to fix it, and then we have an inspector coming on Thursday to double check and make sure that they're gonna fix it or that they fixed it properly. And then, uh, okay, they got to fix some other stuff around the house. You okay. sure didn't just make your house on quicksand? <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna wake up tomorrow and this, his two story turn into a one story. Speaking uh, of stories, actually, <clears throat> sorry, it was it's actually a three story house, technically, because the. The base floor is the garage, Ooh, and the first floor said, is technically on the second floor. He said, "Bitch, you got two stories. I'm a trilogy." So he said, <laughs> "Wait, is your... actually what I said." It, it, would, it can still turn to a one. Like I don't. What does that change? It doesn't change anything. It does. It changes everything. It just means it went Ooh. further down. That's all. He said, "Your house is a medium. His is a large." Oh snap! All the right. Hell? Speaking of large, Brian, what's the rest of this week look like? Living large like you do. <laughs> Okay, well, Got him, that's dude. cap right there, dude. <laughs> Go for it. Dude. Uh, what's the hell? What the hell's? Can you speak English, please? What the hell's today? Today's Tuesday. Tuesday the sixth. Uh, gonna my stream schedule is probably gonna be later than usual because maybe around eight eight thirty I'm gonna start starting. Because I have to get you're home. Gonna, you're gonna you're start, gonna start starting. starting. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna start starting. <laughs> As in, I'm gonna start starting my stream at eight thirty. Okay, I mean, we got it. Woke. That's your problem, dude. I always be sleep. 
You and the Evo fucking staff are trying to just keep me down. Well, let me commentate. <laughs> uh, Wednesday, so you drooled. I'm a mess. <laughs> Jeez, man. It's because Skullgirls is coming back. Right? They're launching new servers. I don't think I want to speak anymore. <laughs> launching servers? I think, I think it's the, uh, the eight-hour days at work. His brain is starting to t- deteriorate. Yeah, I think it started long ago with the whole lack of sleep. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's when I would. Uh, yeah, that's what I put my money on. All right, so Wednesday at some point, I don't know if I if you're gonna. I guess we're not doing Overwatch because there's nothing to get there. I'll either stream uh, fucking ass uh, music, Hades? or I'll stream oh. or I'll stream Hades, or I'll stream me playing Street Fighter Five and realizing Poison won't fix the entire game. <laughs> um. Thursday around the same time I'll just probably only be playing as Janimba see if I like him uh Friday I don't know what I'll stream you guys will I'm find out when too. I find out <laughs> and I don't know if I don't know if we're doing anything this weekend I don't have anything planned for the weekend so alright that's about it I'll probably be streaming too uh most likely Battlefield or Black Ops or I'll find some, or maybe some Division I haven't played Division in a long time I'll probably load up some division this week. Try out the zoo and some other areas they added. I don't know, man. It depends how I'm feeling. Sometimes I just want to oh, get shoot down Fire and Emblem. shoot things. Oh, Fire Emblem too. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I have that whole game that two days after I bought it, it was $10 cheaper at Target. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Why don't you tell us how you really feel? When did you get that I gun, Randall? I just a free hitbox already. That's, what I, <laughs> that's how I feel. Like I earned a free hitbox. <laughs> I don't think hitbox is listening, but I'm sorry. Maybe they would if uh, Randall streamed more. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> you should just Google an answer to your fucking response thing. <laughs> that man's been on this timeline the entire, the entire, uh, I was going to say forecast, the entire podcast. Entire Fortnite is on his phone. Yeah. Anyway. But yeah, I already did the housekeeping so you guys know where to go. Patreon, Extra Life, Topics, all die at our place. Patreon.com slash at place. And yeah, episode 58, and that's a wrap next week. If you guys are just here for the podcast, the audio listeners, I guess. See you guys next week. Thank you guys for listening, watching, both. Clap, clap, that's a wrap. Oh, right there, that's where I'm ending it.